The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Hi there and welcome to the Electric Vicuna Podcast, episode 46 with original audio drama from 13 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Tonight's Twin Features begins two weeks of remakes. Why remakes? Well, honestly, for two reasons. One, an actor felt that their participation with our shows were over. A lesson for you producers that no matter how secure you think your relationships are with your production team, make sure you get releases signed by everyone involved. And honestly, it was exciting to go back and try to clean up these shows by giving them to new actors. Tonight's remakes are the Wavefront short Name Please and the Deadline Anthology short Night Driving. So without further ado, we hope you'll enjoy. Energy ranges the endless reaches of space and time. Different frequencies lap the shores of the lonely rocks, crashing in silence against the endless sounds. Stories from a million possible realities, all coalescing into a single wavefront. Transmission begins. Come in, please, and uh, sit down. They asked me to... Yes, of course. And uh, the name, please? Austin. Uh, Jane Austen. Yes. Uh, right, Miss Austin. And, and what kind of book would you like to write? Pardon? Uh, what kind of book... Uh... Oh, are you planning a pamphlet? No, nothing like that. Well, have you considered the genre? Realistic fiction is very popular today. Have you have you seen our section on rants? No, no. Uh, you don't seem to understand, Mr... Uh, uh, Durant. Uh, Mr Durant. Uh, librarian Durant, if you please. Librarian Durant. I'm not here to write a book. Uh, we prefer the term make a book, please, Miss Austin. Writing is uh, an archaic term that really doesn't fit with the, uh, well, our, our computer layouts. You see that... No, Mr. Librarian. I came to read a book. Hmm. Well, that's uh, unusual. It's... Unusual to read a book in a library? No, uh, no, of course not. Uh, we have thousands of books, of course, all for your viewing pleasure. But it, it, it makes no sense for the library assistants to send you back here. Office 14 is for special cases, Miss Austin. I am. I mean, I am a special case librarian, Durant. I'm not Jane Austen. <laughs> uh, but... You said that... Uh, that She's the author I wanted to read. And they couldn't help you at the Lost and Found desk? No. When I asked them for anything by Jane Austen, they gave me 15 titles. None of them familiar. <laughs> well, that's not unusual, Miss... 
Miss... Julia. Uh, that's not unusual, Miss Julia. I... Just Julia, please. <clears throat> yes. Well, as you know, the library constantly updates new and exciting books. I know. I used to have a copy of Pride and Prejudice, but then I moved. There's a need for input specialists, and Section Corps Noir moved all of us, and... Very unusual, very unusual indeed. And this author's flagged special notice number 37. I've never come across number 37 before. Have you seen this book in our library? No. It's been in my family for generations. <laughs> I've never been to the library before. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, we must get you to come more often. Uh, all the newest books, all the latest stories, literature for all, you know. <laughs> I, I know. Why don't you write your own? Our older books are problematic. If you just wrote your own, then... Mr. Librarian Durant... I've seen your displays. <laughs> they are the most exciting new stories. <laughs> yes. I know because I, I listen to the net tubes and the freak bumps. Every day someone on my block writes about their exciting latest meal <laughs> or the way their dog barks at strangers or, or how the corporate public education system fails or promotes our children. But where are the classics? Classics? Yes, the classics. Our shared stories. Where is Jules Verne? Milton? Dickens? Shakespeare? Where's Sylvia Platt? Or The Diary of Anne Frank? Where's The Adventures of Peter Pan? Or The Journeys of Huckleberry Finn? <clears throat> Miss, uh, I've been a librarian for over 40 years, and I've never heard of those names or authors. No? No. <laughs> this is a buyer's market. Why be concerned about the old when the latest and greatest are newly printed? What do old books tell us? What's so wrong about making our own? Isn't it more important to create something unique than to rely on shadows from the past? What have they got to say about the modern age? So very much. <laughs> Will Shakespeare teach me to be a better citizen? Can your Milton show me how to operate the latest ice speaker? Explain to me how this pan details the benefits of service. They can't. So what value do they have? Are we supposed to simply keep the libraries filled with literature no one reads? <laughs> For what purpose? Because they are stories of the world. The world of yesterday and today. Oh. Uh... What is it? Oh, nothing. I, 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 I've just, um... I understand now. It's all right here. What's right there? Uh, the flagged books. The central office. Oh. Um, you will forgive me. Forgive you? I... I don't understand. Are you here today alone? Alone? Yes. Did you come to the library alone? 
Yes, I walked here from the station. Very good. Please follow me. But where are we going? Please. You're hurting me. Let go. Just down to the basement. Why? Dead book storage. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? It's rather hot, I'm afraid. And just a few more steps down to no. the place. No! No! Name, Please was written by Jack J. Ward and starred David Alt and Erica Sanderson. Audio production by Scott Mosier and Richard Summers. Music by Sharon B. Name, Please is part of the Wavefront Anthology. You shouldn't have done that. He didn't deserve to die. Gracie, he liked you. He was just showing his affection. Shut up, I'm done listening to you. Joe's a nice guy. He only ever had your best interests in mind. He tried to rape me. I should have cut off his parts first and showed him. How am I going to find you a man if you keep killing him off? Maybe I don't want to find a man. Ever think I might be happier alone? I know you better than that, Grace. You think you can fool everybody with your I-hate-people routine. But not me. I know better. <sighs> I've known you way too long. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. Of course you don't. You never do. Not after you murder someone. Don't be so melodramatic. Let's make no mistake here. You're murdering people. Self-defense, Janice! Grace. Who are you kidding, sweetie? One time is self-defense. Four is serial murder. There have so not been four. Oh, no. The guy in Truro. That one in Edmonston. Kitchener. And now... Joe. So what? You're gonna turn me in? No. I... I love you, sweetie. You're the sister I never had. But... From one sister to another... Yeah? We've got to dump the body in the trunk somewhere it won't be found... and move. Again. I'm... I'm sorry. I know you hate moving. It's okay. I know you're sorry. Remember third grade? I promised you then I'd look out for you. And you have, Janice. You really have. Of course I have. I told you I love you. I am useless. I'm keeping you from having a happy life. You you could, you know, settle down. What kind of life would that be? What kind of life would I have if I didn't know you were okay, huh? Sweetie, once I know you're happy and healthy, then I can look into what I want. Why? Janice, why do I do it? just scared, Gracie. You didn't exactly have the best childhood. It's not your fault. Maybe you should go back. I'm not going back to the hospital. They said you were fine. You're not fine. Killing people is not a trait that denotes fine. It's getting harder and harder to cover our tracks. I don't know how much longer I can do it. Sooner or later, somebody's bound to get wise. Oh, you fool them. Yes, yes, I have, 
Smarts only gets you so far. I want to stop, but they're trying to hurt me. I won't let anyone hurt you. Here's a thought. Maybe you should try taking your pills again. Things were good then, right? We had normal conversations. I didn't have to take care of you all the time. Maybe you're right. Uh-oh. What? Cop up ahead. Just let me do the talking. Evening. Hello, officer. Is there a problem? Yes. There's an accident up ahead. This road is closed from here on. Driver fell asleep at the wheel. I'm going to have to get you to follow that detour over to the right there. Thank you, officer. No problem, miss. Getting late, miss. If you're looking for a place to stay, there's a motel just a ways past the detour near Sarnia. It's really easy to fall asleep when you're driving alone. Yes, officer. Thank you. cute. Yes. Yes, he was. Night Driving, starring Colleen McIsaac and Sonia Gould with Dorian Lang, was written and produced by Jack J. Ward. Incidental and theme music for the Deadline Anthology by Sharon B. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. That's this week's show. You know, if you're ever looking back to the evicuna.com website for old shows, you may find them removed for the previous reasons and for, of course, copyright requirements. But we'll have them here in the EVP podcast for when you come back to re-listen. And who knows? Maybe sometime I'll get the entire backlog up to archive.org. The future's full of possibilities, and our immediate future brings us an incredible remake as two of the most innovative, modern audio drama comedic auteurs come back to the microphone. John Bell and Kyan Chris Conroy star next week. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.